Hello, Pisces. Welcome to your horoscope for Pisces season in 2021. Happy birthday if it's your birthday. Happy new solar year for you Pisces risings. Happy Pisces season for those of you who are other Pisces placements or who are just listening for fun. My name is Renee. I am the host of Embodied Astrology. I am a somatic educator and embodied intuitive as well as an astrologer, and I do my best to blend these languages of the body and astrology. So as I work through this description of what I'm feeling in the Pisces uh, chart for Pisces season, um, please do your best to listen through your intuition and through your body and what resonates for you. um, Trust it. Follow your intuition, make your associations, take what works and leave the rest. I always recommend that folks listen or read horoscopes for both their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Okay, so I don't always speak specifically about the astrology in these horoscopes. I find that sometimes um, all that information clogs the channel and not everybody is interested and not everybody understands. And so it can kind of be a little bit of gobbledygook um, for those who are not so familiar with planets, science, aspects, etc. With your horoscope this time, I do want to say a couple of things about astrology. And so the first thing that I want to say is that there's been a huge planetary lineup in the sign that precedes yours in Aquarius. And um, Aquarius is a major energy for 2021 and for the next several decades and definitely the next couple of years. So if you didn't listen to your horoscope last month, you might want to check that one out because there's good information there that'll continue with you through the year. Um, But for this month in Pisces season, I want to speak a lot to the movement from Aquarius into Pisces. And in your solar chart, this is the movement of the 12th house into the first house. And this is a profound movement. This is the feeling of something becoming conscious, of moving from a place that is unconscious, which doesn't mean it's uh, totally, you know, unfelt um, or anything like that. It affects you, but you might not realize it necessarily or realize how or what it is. And the first house is the house of self. It's you, it's your body and your awareness. So this is a profound month in that it feels like there is a lot that is becoming clear for you. And what is becoming clear um, has been kind of pushing towards the surface for some time. It feels like you've been making a lot of progress internally. Um, I would hope, you know, I think that probably most people who would find themselves listening to this kind of horoscope are interested in self-growth work. And gosh, I mean, it looks like you are just coming at it from all sides. And indeed, this is a wonderful time to be coming at it from all sides, to be doing the therapy, to be reading the books, to be tuning in with the intuitives and tuning in with your own intuition and really listening deeply for your own patterning. This is a big uh, theme for Aquarius and you are reworking some important patterning. 
You may or may not be conscious of this, but either way, whether you're conscious of it or not, there will probably be a feeling as we enter into Pisces season of a lot that's happening internally, you know, that you're like, you know, working through a lot of stuff in your psyche. And as we come into your season, there is more and more support for you to become very conscious of this patterning. You will see it in yourself. You'll recognize it in the way that you understand and know yourself. You'll see it in your body. You'll recognize it in your relationships and in the ways that you um, behave The more that you can recognize where you're operating on outdated programming, the better. You don't need to have the upgrade. I want to be clear about that. So when I'm saying like recognize if you're operating on outdated programming, this is the feeling of like you recognizing like, wow, like I've done this a million times before and I don't want to do it again. Or, whoa, like, This is the way that my family has always done things and I'm just noticing it and realizing that like I have a choice in the matter. And you don't necessarily need to know what the choice is and you don't necessarily need to know what the new thing is, okay? What you need to be aware of is the patterning and the desire for something different. And the desire that I feel for you in your chart is really a desire to to be yourself and to be like true and who you are and to not hide and um, not uh, leave, leave yourself. And Pisces is a sign that can easily leave itself. Um, the sensitivity of Pisces is so immense. And the Pisces wisdom is that everything is connected and there isn't separation. And this is beautiful wisdom. This is profound and necessary wisdom, especially these days. But it can be really hard as a person living in a separate body, needing to fend for yourself in the world to live in that wisdom all the time because the world basically functions on units of separateness of the individual or the couple or the business or the family or whatever. Not that many people are functioning on a level of like collective well-being and the Pisces sensitivity gets distraught with this and it can leave itself easily and so when other people are not as sensitive as you are or when they don't pick up what you pick up it can be very disheartening and it can feel really confusing and the Pisces uh, uh, sensitivity is such that it's very easy for Pisces to be a shapeshifter and to kind of sense out there in, in terms of like, oh, how are people going to respond to this? And how are people going to respond to that? And what's going on for you? You know, and, and, and there might be a kind of a mirroring that can happen easily or a taking on of um, environmental or relational attitudes. And you don't even realize it until hours later. And you're like, why am I feeling like this? This isn't me. So you know this about yourself, right? Like Pisces are sensitive beings and it can be hard for Pisces to like know what's going on and to know what they're feeling because y'all are feeling a lot all the time, but half the time you don't know what it is that you're feeling. You don't know where it's coming from or like what to do with it. And the sense that I get in your chart right now is that there's a desire to like solidify in some way to come into the depth of your own experience to know yourself there 
And this is a challenge because you're also a being who wants to know yourself in a state of interconnection and communion. You want to know yourself in a, a relational sphere of love, right? So it's not necessarily like I'm going to know myself as an island and do my own thing. But there's something that I'm feeling in terms of you want to become aware of when you're not you. And this is the kind of patterning that you're working out right now. Okay, so as we move into Pisces season, I don't know if I mentioned this, it begins on February 18th. Um, just about a week later on the 25th, Venus then moves into your sign. This is beautiful. This is the planet of love in your sign. Just as an aside, this is a great time for looking great when Venus is in your sign. It like boosts your beauty. So if you're needing to do a photo shoot or something, maybe schedule it between February 25th and March 22nd because that's when Venus is in your sign. And if you can time it to when Venus is conjunct your sun or your ascendant or something like that, you're really working with the planet of beauty. And uh, just two days after Venus enters your sign, we have a full moon. And this sets up the relational opposition in your chart, the relational axis, because the sun is in your sign. So the moon is illuminated in the sign of your opposite in Virgo. With this full moon, um, so close to Venus, there is a lot of information that comes through in the relational sphere. Now, full moons are often relational. They bring us into the relational realm. This particular full moon really highlights the relational realm for you. It, it sets off all the relational locations in your chart. So you are aware of your one-on-one -on -one relationships. You are aware of partnerships, of romances, of friends, of neighbors, of family, of the great wide world out there. Your social circles, the circles beyond your immediate social circles, you are aware that you are a person in relationship. And you are aware that there are things changing. And this is a full moon that facilitates opening. Um, there's a kind of energy that comes through this full moon that's like a slippery uh, energy a little bit. And it's, it's like a lot of change has been building for a long time. And this is a full moon that just, it, it, if there have been any blockages to the change, it releases those blockages. Or if the change has been building for a while, but it hasn't quite gotten enough momentum to start rolling, then this is a full moon that gives it that last little push. Um, the details around your programming become very stark. So you might have experiences around this full moon or memories arising or awareness surfacing about how you have been uh, conditioned, how you've been programmed, how you've become habituated in relationships. And you are ready now to reach into new ways of being. And this also means to some extent letting go like letting go of old ideas, letting go of control and surrendering. And I do want to say that, that Pisces can be a very controlling sign. Now, it's not always something that people talk about with Pisces, but there is all the water signs can be intensely controlling in the emotional realm. And Pisces in particular can be controlling when it comes to like the thing that it thinks it wants, or especially when it comes up with relationship, the desire for connection and sensitivity and awareness in the way that Pisces can have it. And so I definitely want to 
want to just get put this out there for anybody who resonates with it. If you have had relationship experiences in the past, multiple ones, where you feel disappointed by people, you feel let down and it's like, oh, they they couldn't show up in the way that you wanted to show they you wanted them to show up. They did X, Y, and Z wrong. Like they, you know, they they just weren't tuned in enough for this kind of thing. Okay, first of all, I just want to affirm that like, yes, you're a sensitive person. You need people who are awake and also sensitive. And then I want to say, um, maybe you're being kind of controlling. And I don't know, you have to check this out for yourself. But do you have a particular idea about what something looks like, feels like, sounds like, is gonna, is gonna be like? And then when people slip up a little bit, you feel defensive and you feel let down. If that resonates at all with you, and it doesn't have to feel comfortable to resonate, okay? Um, just take some time with it. And I wanna suggest that there's a surrendering practice right now that could be helpful, which is you letting go of judgment. It's you letting go of thinking that you know. And the, the feeling of this actually is kind of like a better sense of humor. That's kind of more of like the feeling of it. It's not so much like surrendering, letting go. It's like having a sense of humor and being like, yeah, people are weird, you know, like who knows what the hell is going on for people or why they're acting that way. I'm not gonna take it personally. And this is key because some of the things that are coming up, I think, for you are ways that you take things personally or take things on or get confused about what other people are up to, right? And, and part of, of your lesson right now, I think, is to like let, let it go and really tune into yourself and go like, who am I? What's happening in here? It's not about the relational realm. It's not about picking up the cues from your environment. It's not about extending yourself and giving what you think other people want. It's really listening in, tuning in, going, who am I? And what am I up to? What's, what's my truth? So when you can do this, things really start to change. Things really start to move. And as we get into mid-March and the end of Pisces season, um, there is a whole lot of energy that starts to build up um, in your sign. The sun moves into a conjunction with Neptune. Venus moves into that conjunction. We've got a new moon and Mercury enters your sign. And then there's aspects between your sign and Capricorn that are happening all throughout the end of Pisces season. So what does this mean? Well, first of all, it means that you're coming into yourself in a new and different way. And especially around this new moon on March 13th, this is a beautiful new moon for you to commit to yourself, to be very loving to you. Um, again, I said, so, you know, Venus in your sign can help you feel beautiful. And whether or not that's something that feels natural and easy at the time, it would be nice if you could take some time around this new moon to appreciate yourself in whatever way, shape, or form you can to appreciate your beauty. You are beautiful, right? What parts of you do you love? Where do you really recognize your own beauty? Treasure that for yourself. Affirm it for yourself. Be in a, a space where you are celebrating you. And it's not about anybody else. It's you with you. Try and tune into your spirit. Try and tune into your essence. Try and tune into you as the being that is 
bigger and beyond this body. Who are you? Who's your highest self? What's your soul, right? Tune into the beauty of your soul around the new moon. And for any Pisces out there who you know are resonating with what I've been saying about relationships in the relational realm, there's something that might be going on for you, um, you know, and this is language that's very uh, trendy right now, you know, around attachment. Um, so there's something that might be going on for you right now where you're recognizing how you can um, facilitate a, a stable attachment with yourself and really show up for you. And in this showing up for you, it's not about isolating. It's not about saying you don't need other people. It's about actually creating more space for people to give you what they can. Because when you show up for you, um, there's not so much judge judgment, right? There is not need or, or as much disappointment when other people don't because you're there for you. And then this space opens up that can be humorous, right? That can be kind of more relaxed. That can be like, oh yeah, people are weird. Who knows what's going on with people? But oh, look, somebody brought me lunch. That's great, you know, chill. Like, I'm so happy. I'm gonna just enjoy this lunch and enjoy this, you know, be gesture of friendship and let that be enough. Um, all through the year and into next year, there is a lot of emphasis in your relationships and in your relational realm. Again, all levels of relationship and maybe in particular a kind of uh, broader concept of relationship that has to do with like your place and the family of things, like who your group is, who your people are, um, the idea of community or something like that. And something starts to clarify for you this month about how to connect with people and who you want to be connecting with. And it goes hand in hand with you not taking things so personally. It goes hand in hand with you just surrendering judgment and kind of letting things slide off your back a little bit more. Don't let yourself be bothered. If you're putting yourself out into the world or towards other people, um, if, if you experience rejection or not the reception that you would have wished for, let it slide off your back, right? Like there's other people out there. Now, if you get the same feedback over and over again, you definitely want to listen to that and then tune into you and go like, where am I getting confused about what people are wanting or perceiving or how my energy is at play? And then you do that work. But as we move through this season and as we move into the rest of the year and into next year, something is happening for you in terms of who you want to connect with and how you want to connect and the way that you feel yourself in this broader family that we're all a part of. The last thing that I want to say is that um, as a Pisces, you probably know this, but you know, Pisces energy can be emotionally overwhelming sometimes. And especially this month with all this planetary movement through Pisces and the aspects that are forming, there is a lot of emotional overwhelm. There's emotional overwhelm in the collective space as well as in the personal space. I'm encouraging everybody to feel their feelings when they arise. And I definitely want to say this for you. Um, Try not to make stories out of them. Feel the feelings first. Give yourself some time and space to process, then see what gets clarified in the mental realm. Don't jump on to the sensations of the emotions themselves and make meaning out of it before you're neutral. This is important. 
uh, for Pisces, I think all the time, give yourself time and space to process what you're feeling. Get into a neutral space that might take you weeks or years. That's okay. When you get into a neutral space, then you know what you want to do about it. Then you can take action, make decisions that are um, supportive, you know, and effective for your desired outcomes. If you're in a space of emotional overwhelm and you um, have the conversation, make the decision, take the action, whatever, uh, probably there's going to be chaos or confusion as a result. So give yourself time and space, feel your feelings, try and get neutral, and then proceed from there. I certainly hope that any or all of this is useful and interesting for you. If you want more, please check out your year ahead report if you haven't already. That's an hour and a half long reading um, detailing all the major transits, retrogrades, eclipses uh, for Pisces this year. Those are available for all 12 signs. You can get it for your rising sign as well. If you want to learn more about astrology and you want to learn with me, you can become an extended content subscriber and you will get so much every month. You'll get um, a planetary aspect calendar. You'll get writing uh, and interpretations. You'll get worksheets to interpret the new and the full moons as well as start with planetary transits. And you'll also get access to two subscriber-only meetups every month, the first of which is a workshop where I go through the energy of the upcoming month and the second of which is a Q&A conversation space where you can connect with other people who are interested in astrology and you know these days human connection we got to take it where we can get it so give it live online on the zoom platform but meet some new people and that's pretty fun um, becoming a subscriber and checking out the year ahead reports are great ways to support this work and me and producing it you can also leave a one-time donation if you feel so called and it's deeply appreciated please share with your family friends subscribe rate and review on itunes if you feel so called and thank you so much for listening and for your support i'm wishing you all the best in pisces season and beyond bye for now <music>